Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following content is not suitable for children. Sex expert Lori. Here we go today. Let's talk about what turns men on. Oh, I am so glad we're talking about this. I'm so excited. I'm going to pick your brain, G. I'm going to pick your brain. Between (laughs) the two of us, we're going to try to give some helpful tips that maybe can kind of lead to a little bit more sex. What do you think? Okay, that's good. Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. All right, so what are you thinking? What's the magic? Is there something out there that's going to... Turn men on. Well, I think what women think is smoking hot body and probably next would be smoking hot body, <laughs> maybe a pretty face. And number three is a smoking hot body. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Well, I, again, I, we're going to get into this. There's so many, there's so many, every man is different and we got to dispel some of these myths that you just got to breathe and that's all it takes and a man is ready to go. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, we're going to find out that's not the case all, all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So we've borrowed from Michael Castleman's work and his blog in Psychology Today. He's a buddy of mine, endorsed my book, which was so great. But he says that the study that they did with men who were older than 30 was really the number one thing was men who felt desired by their partners, being wanted. You know, yes. And, and it, it's not that you know, they, they argued with that idea that men lust and women want to feel desired. And he said, no, 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 no. Men want to feel desired too. Good job, Michael. I like it. Mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly agree with that one. And my feedback from working with so many men is exactly that. I think that's what they like when they're watching pornography, right? The, the women in pornos are like, they want sex for themselves. They're turned on They're They want their partner. You can uh-huh. feel that passion and that desire. And that's, and- that's intoxicating for a man to know that, you know, who they are is is desired and wanted. I think that is so true. And women sell men short on this. They don't realize that they need to put that out there and really lust sometimes themselves and verbally tell their men how attractive they are and come on to them and, you know, sometimes be aggressive, sometimes be the initiator. I think it's so human to want to feel desired. It, it's compelling, and I think it's magnetic. You know, we, we know we're attached and connected if our partner wants us sexually. You know why? I, how I know scientifically how this is definitely correct. <laughs> how do you know this? Because the biggest turnoff is the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. The biggest turnoff is rejection. Mm-hmm. Right? What's the opposite of rejection? Being wanted. I mean, yes. this is a huge turn on for men and nobody's talking about it. Right? We want to be wanted. We want to know somebody's not just doing it to make us happy. That's that's not working. You know, they, they're doing it because they can't help but want to do it. I mean, yeah. that's what's so, so, such a big turn on. I think you're absolutely right. I love that. The opposite of 
feeling desired is being rejected and we know that hurts and we know men get tired of always being the initiator. We know they turn off from that, especially when their partner isn't up for it over and over and over. Who would keep going? Who would? And I, I got to say the human race would have stopped long ago if men didn't have the courage to keep initiating. Because so many men do, right? They do keep going in the face of rejection. It certainly helps men have that high testosterone sometimes to get them over that mounting of being afraid of rejection and being able to take that risk. But I appreciate that you're you're giving them some credit for the, it's not easy to always initiate. And it, you can make it a lot easier just by partners letting men know they're wanted. Yeah, I think it's more than just testosterone. They have courage. They keep going and they they know how good it feels to be connected. You know, and they know they look at their partners, they're like, "You know what? She's happier. She's better. You know, she's nicer. Everybody kind of what needs to get laid every once in a while and yeah. she, you know, they know that and they keep going for it and I applaud the men who have kept going and found a sexual relationship with their partner because of their courage too. Yes. And we don't want to get a lot of emails. We'll spend another show on the good reasons why women don't express this desire and things that shut it down. But we're just really keeping our focus here on the men that's saying, if you want to get them going, you want to hit that gas pedal that turns it on, you know, show this desire that you're not just doing it to make them happy, but you want them so badly. Right. You want them. You know, George, sometimes you say men want women who want it for themselves, want sex for themselves, which is probably true, right? It's that way you have kind of the goose that laid the golden egg. You know, you don't just have the golden eggs, which is the sex event, but you have somebody who keeps producing that because they want it. Yep. So I understand that, but so many women, I mean, they can want their guy, they can want their husband, mm-hmm. they can want their man. And showing that and being vulnerable about that is magic. That's the golden combination. Right? <laughs> oh, the I love female it. female partner wants it for themselves <laughs> and chooses their partner to express that want mm. with because they are so special. The combination mm. of, that's like double the longings. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't want that? How could that not help heighten the sexual encounter when you got all this want coming into it. Right on. Right on. I love it. I love it. The golden opportunity. The, wait, what did you say? The golden? Golden something. It sounded something good. Because any day called it golden. golden. Right? <laughs> okay. Okay. And then two thirds of the men in this study, um, three fourths of them wanted women who desired them. And two thirds said the thing that turned them on the most was unexpected sexual opportunities. Hmm. Mm. Right. Rather than maybe Thursday night or Saturday night, their partner just gives them the eye and says, boom, it's a Monday. Let's that boom do it on a Monday. Right there. Boom. That's all it takes is the boom. <laughs> right. Well, this fits so well to number one, because what is that expressing? If you're willing to have it in a spontaneous moment, you're wanting it because that desire is there, right? That that mm-hmm. It's just not about novelty. It's what the novelty represents emotionally. It represents that, that spark, that action, you know, that motivation. And that I think is, yeah, that's something outside the norm. It's the opposite of rejection. Here we go with chosen again and all that good stuff. Spontaneity represents it all. Exactly. And I'm not against scheduled sex. I think that works in a busy lifestyle. But women, even low libido women tell me, George, that maybe twice a month they have spontaneous desire. And my work is often, can you just capitalize on that? You know, just send him a text. I don't care if it's 11 a.m. and he's at work. 
just send them a text when you feel that and say, I'm mm. thinking of you. I'm thinking about us in bed. I don't care what it is. Just send it. You know, for him to have that expression from her of being wanted in that moment in a time that he's not expecting it. Woohoo. That's, that is so hot. Yeah. We talk about a lot of times the female partner, the willingness is the best they can get to. That's why mm-hmm. schedule it is so necessary. And that willingness to show up and let skin to skin contact do its work. And before you know, you're getting into it and that's great. But every once in a while that you can access that desire for you that wants to initiate it, like that's, here we go. And I do want to say a word. I know there's sisters out there who, you know, who are initiating and I, I remember you. So I'm not saying that you wouldn't be doing this, but this, this helps for a lot of men, you know, if you would initiate in these moments and you're probably on track already. So keep going. And again, that. I want to translate emotionally to why this is so important. Spontaneity, this expressing desire, there's creativity, there's fun. It's on, you know, there's just so much it taps into that really starts to unleash that excitement. Exactly. It's excitement. Yeah. And, and don't we need that in our lives that are filled with work and taking care of kids or, you know, just the mundane chores, paying bills. I mean, sex is excitement. It brings it's the ordinary holiday is what I call it. It's a little bit of mystery, a little bit of unknown. Yes. It's nice to sprinkle that into your relationship. Yes, into your day. Okay, so what about emotional connection? Half of the men affirm that they, to become sexually aroused, they want to feel emotionally connected, which is what we've been saying, right? Uh, this, this one needs highlighting. Okay. Because this the myth out there is men don't need emotional connection. They just need a, a stiff heart on and a, an able body and let's get rolling. But no, this is hugely important, mm-hmm. hugely important. And I, I'm glad to see this study accentuate what we've been saying. Yeah, sometimes it's cool to have a quickie or anything else. But for so often, sex is the one way men can be vulnerable. It's mm-hmm. much more than just the orgasm for most men. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of women, you know, they, 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 they get this thought, it's my partner just wants to have an orgasm with me. But no, that this is how they are going to connect with you. And Michael says, you know, it's about maybe that sexual connection through emotional connection happens after you've been talking and you've been vulnerable. Maybe he's been vulnerable. Maybe she's been vulnerable. And there's laughter and there's this deep sense of, you know, we're together. I think this is the reason sex seems hotter when we're at a beginning of a relationship is because there is often hours and hours and hours of shared conversation. Mm -hmm. I mean, people set aside copious amounts of time to talk. They go out to dinner several times a week. You know, they're talking, talking, talking. They're sharing their histories. You know, it's so much self-revelation, which bonds them emotionally. And then, of course, sex flows out of that. Right. And it's why the afterglow typically for men when I ask those scores with my couples, it's constantly the men who are saying that is so important for me afterwards to just fall asleep, snuggling or holding. It's like where they feel the most connected, that their, their brain is settled down and that bond is so strong in those moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like to to fall asleep kind of knowing it's it's done, right? That they are connected. It's yeah. so present. It's kind of being instead of always trying to get there. I, I love what you're saying. And, and I, I think we as women need to hear that. So many women talk about, you know, all he wants is sex. All he wants is this kind of carnal moment. And I don't think that's true. Men feel sex as love so many times. Mm-hmm. 
know, that sense of falling asleep, kind of holding your partner. The world doesn't get much safer than that. You know, mm. there's no pressures. You're, you're on the same page. It's, it's just all good. Mm. Sounds good. Well, let's come back and talk some more about what really turns men on. Ooh. Hey, I just want to take a minute to thank our Patreon supporters. I am very grateful for what you've done, and we'd love to invite the rest of you in on our mission. Your support means more than you realize, and it keeps this project moving forward, and we're really hoping to reach greater heights. Find a link on foreplayradiosextherapy.com or foreplayrst.com, and we are so thankful for your support. Frustrating low libido can be, well, frustrating. Sound familiar? Visit ADD yi.com slash foreplay and complete your online consultation today to see if Addy or Flavanserin is right for you. Addy is for premenopausal women with acquired generalized hypoactive low sexual desire disorder, HSDD, who have not had problems with low sexual desire in the past and who have low sexual desire no matter the type of sexual activity, the situation, or the sexual partner. The low sexual desire is troubling to them and is not due to a medical or mental health problem, problems in the relationship, or medicine or other drug use. Addy is not for use in men or to enhance sexual performance. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is increased if you drink one to two standard alcoholic drinks close in time to your Addy dose. Wait at least two hours after drinking before taking Addy at bedtime. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is also increased if you take certain prescriptions, over-the-counter or herbal medications, or have liver problems. Low blood pressure and fainting can happen when you take Addy even if you don't drink alcohol or take other medicines. Sleepiness, sometimes serious, can occur. Common side effects include dizziness, nausea, tiredness, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, and dry mouth. See full PI, including box warning at addy.com forward slash PI or call 844-PINK-PILL. Visit addyi.com slash foreplay. We at Foreplay are excited about Addy, and to help share the love, our listeners can now schedule their Addy consultation for only $10. To see if Addy is right for you, visit Addy.com and use the coupon code FOREPLAY at checkout to redeem this offer. That's code FOREPLAY at ADDYI.com. Back with the emotional importance of turning these men on, Lori. That heart's really important. It's mm-hmm. not just about the orgasm. Mm-hmm. Let's get a little pop back to that heart. Okay. How do we do that? Well, again, it's just, it's given men permission that this isn't wimpy or weak or there's something feminine about that. I mean, if you can't get vulnerability through any other way, you should be obsessed with sex. Like we have to reclaim our own right and dignity to this emotional connection. Mm, right? So like again, it. the more men become comfortable to refute some of the myths that are out there, they say, wait a second, what is wrong with me expressing my love this way? It's physical, but this is how I'm going to get closer to you and connect. You. And that's the real goal of sex. It's about strengthening the bond. Yeah, we want to have a good time in doing it. But the more men sees that themselves, it's a lot easier to say, I get maybe you think it's this, but that's not how it is for me. The difference between the intent and the impact. Absolutely. They need to stand up for themselves in this. But this is another way. And it's also emotional for them. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. I think that argument shuts men down. They feel so accused and they feel so bad. And it's it's not true. Yes. So I love what you're saying. And, and you know, you, you do a really great job, George, of showing the other side of things, you know, in, in our work with couples, mm. you know, the withdrawal, maybe what they might be feeling when they're shut down or the pursuer, what they're feeling on the other side of it, you know, not necessarily just the dysfunction. 
The saddest thing for me is when I'm working with men who don't recognize that's what's driving it. Mm -hmm. They actually think it's just about the orgasm and it's just Mm -hmm. a carnal act. And yet there's so much in them that's Mm -hmm. driving the emotional push Mm -hmm. and they don't even see it themselves. So yes, a lot of what we're doing is we're trying to educate men and women to say, no, look, look at this so much more to this plate than this little piece that you're nibbling on. Yeah. And sexual connection right? Physiologically, we know it's a good thing for people. We know that oxytocin is released. We know they're going to feel bonded. I I love what you said. Why should it be bad that this is the way I connect? You know, this is is the way I love. This is the way I feel loved. You're right. We need to empower men. And I think we also need to empower some women to say that too. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're equal employment opportunity people here, right? <laughs> we go across genders or however you want to identify yourself. That's right. Also, men, you know, what arouses them is talking about sex. Big surprise. You know, that they love those conversations. That's I think that's why men ask, you know, was it good for you? Or what can we do different? Or what was that like? Or tell me a better way to do it. And kind of the debrief afterwards or the morning after debrief is, I think for them, it's what keeps the moment going. It keeps it sexual. And so, of course, talking about sex turns them on. Again, underrated element that most people don't talk about because a lot of men don't get a lot of feedback and so often then don't look for feedback and there's not a lot of talking. Mm -hmm. But yes, I agree with you. I think it's just a way of accentuating. It's like once you start embracing wanting to talk about it, it just makes it more alive, the process you got more to work with. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that in some ways, that's sometimes what the withdrawing partner is afraid of. If I talk about it, it's just going to turn them on. But you know, it's also going to make it better. They'll talk beforehand. (laughs) He's shaking his head. He's shaking his head. He's like, oh, Oh, there's so many twists and turns there to are, this. There are. I, my brain's just saying, you know, how can talking be bad? Beforehand, it builds anticipation. During the act itself, it's just being fun. Afterwards, you're just getting feedback. It's all good. But yeah, you're <laughs> right. For some people, it's not all good if it's adding pressure. And- yeah. But okay, say it again. Talking about it before is good because it's anticipation. Builds anticipation. Talking yeah. about it during is just fun. Fun. You're just shouting out there. It's random <laughs> things. It's, you know, it's bringing a, that down. That spontaneity and just unleashing that energy, that's all good. And talking about it afterwards is good feedback. Celebrating yeah. victory. I mean, hey, it's like you scored a winning <laughs> touchdown. Don't you want to talk about that catch again and again? Years <laughs> later, you want to replay it in your head. I mean, that's all these, what you want to do. Like, it wasn't that the greatest form. position ever? I mean, that was pretty cool, wasn't it? I, I mean, to me, that's that, that sounds fun. <laughs> yep. As a demo right here. Men like to talk about sex, and George has just told us three ways they like to talk about it. Three times. All right. right. And and then and then again, right? <laughs> Glory days. Just in case you miss it, let me tell you again. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's I think that is great. And so many men would say, Yeah, exactly. Talking about it is good, is good stuff. Right. So also the visual. Okay, back to smoking hot. Let's let's hear it. What turns men on about the visual? Wow, the visual is really good too. Because again, <laughs> it's, it's such a, it's such a direct. I mean, that's going to tap right at that physiological response. It's instantaneous, mm-hmm. right? So you, if you see your partner's body or just the way they she bends or like that, that immediately gets your body primed, hmm. right? So that visual, the 
Yeah, I mean, is it fine if you're in sweatpants and you jump in the bed with the lights off? Yeah, every, you know, that's all different types of sex. But, you know, to have that visual, to accentuate that, I think that really gets, like, I, I'd like to see it, it primes the pump. It starts to get, if we go back to best, Lori, mm-hmm. right? What I, I had best a guy, this best sex, you know, so we're talking about integrating the body, the emotions, the heart, the spirit, and the brain, the thinking brain, right? That I had a guy describe to me that his wife came out in red negligee. And red is like a hot color. So just oh, the yeah. color makes a oh, difference, yeah. right? Color. It was red. Woo-hoo. So just just that red negligee, boom, it's it was like the fireworks started going off. <laughs> red right? for and, fireworks. And red for fireworks. So his body's alive and he's aroused and he's ready to go. But then the visual starts the erotic mind. Right now he starts to anticipate, wow, what's it going to be like to take that top off? And, mm-hmm. you know, what am I going to do next? And what's this? And like, so that, that physiological led to the erotic mind. Mm-hmm. Right. And then he starts to think about, you know, how important she is to him. Like he wants her and how special she is. And the romantic part starts to come online. And then this guy starts to talk about it. And he just had a moment, you know, as they're kissing where he was like, Am I the luckiest guy in the world? Thank you. Mm. That gratitude mm. that starts to tap into that spiritual. Mm. So you can see how that visual just kind of lights up all four of those components. It's the, it's the brain light up. The brain and, light up. I like it. I think that women don't do the visual because they're so anxious about their bodies. You know, they are not necessarily the supermodel or the beauty queen or something. But I, what you're saying is a man wants to see his partner. He wants to see her accentuated. He wants to see the way she moves. He wants the lights on, right? You always say, oh, you know, he he wants to see her in lingerie or the striptease. It's like the sensual aspect of the visual that it just turns him on. Her. Gosh, I wish we could like bottle that and sell it to so many women to take that medicine. It's so important. Yeah. And it doesn't matter so much what the body looks like. It's just the idea that you're having fun with it. It's naked, it's naked and body. It's provocative and it's showing. I mean, I think men want to do it themselves. They don't mind doing a strip tease. They might have a beer belly and a receding hairline, but for them, it's just like, let me take this shirt off. Let's have some fun here. Like they're trying to, if that's what we would take to <laughs> wait, turn wait, their partners just... on, I guarantee they'd be doing a strip tease every night. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yep. The visual. So exciting. The visual is really important. And, and it, it also helps men, if it starts the process, it will help them get more in their body. Like they'll be more aware of the importance of some music or the candles in the background or, you know, why we want to do a little bit of massage. It just accentuates the whole process. I, I just don't think a man can be a good lover if he hasn't looked at his wife a lot. I mean, how can he know where he's touching if he's not looking at her? Right. He's got to see it. He's got to see her vulva. He's got to see her clitoris. He's got to see where he's at if he's touching her. And most men think that is hot. That's on fire. Yeah. And women and they, say, oh, you know, I don't look so good down there. I, I think I'm ugly. It's like, girlfriend, get over that. Show him. Show him. He wants to see. <laughs> yeah. That's the only and way it'll he's make it get better. better. I like it'll how make you... better. Yeah, exactly. So well, the visual... Wow, he's- Throwing a lot of stuff out there, Lori, all these different things that can kind of get these men, the engines running. That is, that is good. This is what turns men on. So most men that I talk to, yeah, you know, they can find other women attractive. I mean, they're not blind, but most of them find their partner very attractive too. And the fact that she's willing to be naked with him, if she would do it with the lights on, he would really like that. It would be more exciting to him. And I, I talk to couples all day long. 
you know, that find each other attractive. I don't necessarily find either one of them that attractive or maybe they're super hot, but you know, they find each other attractive and that's what's important. I I think you got to believe, you got to believe him when he says he wants to see you naked or he wants to see you in lingerie or he wants to see you so that he can get better at technique. Got to believe that. And you have a right to know what turns you on, right? The partner's not you. They can't know. So if, if you need visual, express that. You have, you have a right to it. If your partner's not so into it and they have their own issues, they, that makes sense too. I mean, we're trying to hold two different truths here. But like, I, I really want men to stop apologizing for yes. knowing what turns them on. Yes. Right? To be able to be more confident saying, you know, I'll work with you if things are getting in the way of that. That's fine. But there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with me liking these things and expressing my love for you in this way. I had a girlfriend. I I, I was early married and her, she was talking about her husband wanting the lights on and touching her. And she was not feeling very confident about her stomach. And he was touching her stomach and she's like, oh, no, no, don't. And he goes, you know what? If you don't like it, you do something about it. I like it. I'm going to touch it. End of story. And it was like so powerful for her to mm-hmm. to accept that he liked her body, period. And if she was hung up about it, she had to do something about it. you know. But he wasn't going to lay that on her. He was going to touch wherever he wanted to touch. And he wasn't going to kind of deal with her, yeah. uh, her self-consciousness and have it limit what they were doing in bed. And I mean, he was kind of forceful about it and it worked for her. I love that because most men would take that as rejection. And that mm-hmm. starts to put the brakes on the process mm-hmm. so that he was able to push and, you know, in a respectful way, because yeah, if she keeps yeah. having issues with that, then it's not going to be so easy. But in this case, he was able to push past and she was able to kind of get into it. Yeah. Right. But that he felt there's nothing wrong that I like my wife's belly just the way it is. Right. And, right. you know, that they could have a conversation. I think that's fab- fabulous. Yeah. It was the visual. Okay, so we've got what really turns men on, feeling desired themselves, an unexpected sexual opportunity, or emotional connection, talking about sex, of course, and the visual visual. of their partner. All right. Homework assignment, listeners. Try a couple of these on. Let's see what happens. Give us feedback. Negligees. No, no, don't send us pictures of those, please. But you know what? We would love for you to follow us on Instagram. We have, we put a ton of energy into Instagram. We do some graphics about sexual and an emotional connection. And please find us at foreplay underscore radio sex therapy on Instagram. We have like 7,600 followers. We'd love for you to follow us there and comment. We post our episodes and stuff about what we're talking about. We try to teach there. So please and share it as well. That would help us a bunch. Um, Yes. And spread the word. We need your help. Healthy perspective on sex. We have enough bad myths out there that aren't working. We need some help to spread some good ones. So thanks for listening. Keep it hot. Keep it red. Keep it red. Call in your questions to the Foreplay Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by Foreplay Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.